welcome to Midnight Waves, episode 86 for Monday, July 5th, 2021. My name is Chris. My name is John. And this week we reviewed The Golden Casket by Modest Mouse. Yeah. That is Serpents by Sharon Van Etten from her album Tramp. Nice. Still her best album for me. Yeah. And, uh, I reckon it. Easily. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Anywho, how's it going? Yeah. Pretty knackered, but uh, slept like a baby. Yourself? I uh, didn't sleep like a baby. And also pretty uh, tired. <laughs> <laughs> For all those who don't know what knackered means. Well, yes. you know what knackers means, don't you? Well, I know what knackers means. I mean, the, our audience. I'm guessing most of our audience doesn't. Oh, really? Not even knackers? No. No connection to being tired. Just uh, knackers is bollocks and knackered is tired. Knackers is... Bollocks is also testicles, if you're not are, Irish. Are people don't know bollocks? Oh, Unless really? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have to educate these people. <laughs> In the ways of uh, proper English. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's more of an Irish thing is in America. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, a lot of, lot of Irish in uh, certainly the East Coast. In the East Coast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> from bollocks to music, I guess. <laughs> Do we have any? Uh, I'm back again. Any interesting uh, news? Oh, let's let's see what's in the old news bag. Well, I guess nice. for us, the biggest news of the week is that uh, Lana Del Rey's new album is predictably delayed oh, <laughs> and yeah. did not come out yesterday. I was for that. Yeah. Oh, so, any reason? Yeah. Um, nope. Uh, she she said on a, uh, it was supposed to be on the 4th of July, of course, Independence Day. Happy Independence Day for all you Americans, all you guys out there celebrating the 4th of July. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Naturally, it has been pushed back. She did post on Instagram that the album is scheduled to be released later. She said, album out later, later. Single out soonish. Have a good fourth. Extremely vague. Yes. She wrote in an Instagram post last night, accompanied by a brief preview of a new song. She also shared some new album artwork for Blue Bannisters, which is definitely better than the shitty photo that was gonna be the album cover so okay yeah um, that's good i don't know if we can uh for us yeah there's the oh. the new album cover oh, that's which is better, definitely better than oh, that, that bizarre oh, nice. bizarre picture that yeah, she was sharing I remember earlier that one. i remember yeah. the picture originally yeah that's there's her better. her instagram post there hmm. looking quite ample that's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say something else <laughs> you kept it clean <laughs> Milkers. Oh, no. No, now you ruined it. Oh, I thought that's. I was just. <laughs> I was just gonna say just boobies pr- or tits. Pr- predicting what you might say. Uh, Obviously, I am not a 
disgusting cis heteronorm uh, buzzwords, all that, stuff. all that shit. Yeah, fill in, um, the, bl- fill in the blank. Yeah. Um, Grimes, speaking of new albums, Grimes Ooh. says her new album is a what? space opera about a lesbian AI. <laughs> Wait a minute, didn't she just drop an album? Um, that last, last, last year, wasn't it? Last year. It feels like this year, though. No, that was no, last year. Though, that was yeah. last year. So, wow. All right. Back in January, Grant said that she's almost done with the follow follow up to Miss Anthropocene. Mm. Since then, she signed the Columbia Records and uh, on Instagram. Mm. Fan asked her what the vibes on the new album will be like. Grimes has revealed that the record will be uh, quote unquote. It's a space opera about Claire de Lune, an artificial <laughs> courtesan who was. Implement, implanted in a simulation that is a memory of the AI creation story on Earth from the brain of the engineer who invented AI because he wants to relive his life. But see it, see if his perfect dream girl could teach him to love and thereby he would preserve humanity this time rather than let them fade into obscurity overcome by the machines. Uh, as she slowly realizes, still, still going. talking. Yeah. <laughs> as she slowly realizes, she is essentially a dancing puppet for the male gaze. Though their oh, relationship God. grows complex simultaneously. Oh great! She's obsessed. Uh, she, with actually, this she just goes on and on and on and on and on. Sci-fi nonsense. But uh, as uh, the mm. AV Club says, Grimes' Instagram bio now links to the site ClaireDeLune.io, where you can quote-unquote, join the waitlist by filling in your contact information and answering if you are a, quote-unquote, player of games. Wow. She's a bit wacko, isn't she? To say the least. (laughs) Yeah. And on some positive news, little little tidbit, but we didn't have much news this week. Uh, Last week's main review, Tyler, the creator, has scored his second number one record this week. Call Me If You Get Lost, debuted at number one on the yeah, Billboard 200. That's good news. Unseating Olivia Rodrigo's nice. Sour. Yay. And, uh, Can we, also, uh, do we have a sound for that? <laughs> we like need a, a round of applause. Do we have a woohoo, you homer? Damn it, I don't have a woohoo from homer. That's terrible. What a negative soundboard we have. Oh, well. I, I, you're right. Yeah. I, I should really... Uh, woohoo! I Sorry. Should, there that you was go. impromptu. <laughs> oh, wow! That's better. There you yeah. go. That'll do. <laughs> But that's great news. It one one that deserves to be there. Yeah. So Tyler also I haven't watched it yet, but it mm. it is on YouTube, but he live streamed a show of Brooklyn's Music Hall of Williamsburg to celebrate the release of the album. And uh, apparently you can watch that on uh, on YouTube now. Oh cool. So good for tiles. Tiles. <laughs> then, Bathroom uh, tiles? Unless, tiles? unless you want to get in the Britney Spears mess, that is our yeah, news. always leave it. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something else. <laughs> well, yep. there we are. And I guess what that means we should get into our first review of our one and only review this week. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. And that review, of course is from Modest Mouse and their uh, somewhat long-awaited new mm. album, The Golden Casket. Great. Horses, wagons, airplanes, cars, bathtubs, and drains, smartphones, doorbells, refrigerators, pencils, hands, paper, skin, hair, watermelon, alligators, volcanoes, and super freighters, dust on floors, grease and pores, the food you eat, open doors, Lifts, toys, rocks, crafts, acids, tin, magnets, 
rabbits, ponies, dreams in the ocean of our own air. Quartz, stars, defibrillators, black stress, feeds to shops, tornadoes, crackpots, and the quads, baseballs, plates, make the big and small. Oysters, mussels, mirrors, yards, EKG, balloons, cocoons, macadamias, plankton, we are in silver pools, rivers, ice, skin, patent leather, lights. Nothing in this world's gonna petrify me. We are repeating. Drones, clones, trees, and stops. We are transmitting. Spiders, mushrooms, atoms, and We are receiving. Well, nothing in this world is gonna petrify me. We are repeating. Seeds, turtles, weeds, birds of elk tea. We've been transmitting. Fires, crispy chicken, baby. We've been receiving lots of cold, things getting pulled into two black holes. Horses, wagons, airplanes, cars, bathtubs, in the drains. But something's on. Transmitting, receiving. Indeed. From uh, the Golden Casket. I believe there's seven album. Um. Hmm. I can't even remember. Red. See. Get rid of these pictures on Google. Where'd it go? <laughs> Where'd it go? God's sake, I've lost it now. Uh, just a minute. Yes, seventh. Yeah, seventh studio album. Um, yep. They do have a lot of EPs as well. But, okay. um, and also I, Isaac Brock does have another oh, band. Oh, he's got a solo career? Oh, another called, band. Called uh, Ugly Casanova. Oh, really? Which has uh, only released the one album. But, um, yeah. Okay. Well, I've had six EPs, two compilation albums, four low fidelity cassette releases, etc., etc. What? Twin? Mm. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. It is indeed. They've been around since when? Ninety-three, I guess. Ninety-three. Wow! Like around the time uh, when they when they alternative formed, rock anyway. was huge. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this the, their first album came out in ninety-six. Okay. And their first EP probably came out before that I guess yeah 94 wow didn't know they've been around that long been around a long time they were they were definitely like a band that I I, I didn't get into until a little a couple of years later I guess 98 maybe I got into them hmm. I remember seeing them on Conan O'Brien once okay like on his first show you remember what song they played I, d I don't remember at yeah. all but it was something from the lonesome crowded west Ah, that's a, good second album. that's a good album, isn't it? And it, it, they just like it was like mesmerizing because you just didn't see people like that on TV anymore. Like mm. he looked like a mental, like Isaac Brock, the singer. Basically, looked like a mental patient. Just nice. Just looked like a, a lunatic on like on this TV show and this this three piece band, which you really didn't see since Nirvana. Any three piece bands? Oh, oh really? I thought they were like a 
big band. They are now, oh, okay. but initially the they were a three-piece band for years. Were they kind of like punk or something back then? Punkish? I don't really remember. Uh, I don't I hear them back, back in those days. I mean, it was just this... I think it was like an undefinable sound. To me, Modest Mouse is the first true, like, non-mainstream major indie band. Oh, okay. Like, that never went mainstream. That that kind of kicked off the whole Pitchfork era of indie music online becoming, like, a big deal for people who know. All right. For me, Modest Mouse was kind of certainly one of the first bands that they never did like the Pearl Jam Soundgarden success story, even the Pixies where they were like name checked by bands like that. They were always like completely not mainstream. They had zero chance of getting like regular radio airplay or anything like that. Yeah. They were not palatable, they were not friendly to the ears, but if you really put any effort into their music, then the the, the re- melodies and, and mm. the the thing that made their music great became more and more apparent. And so for me they they are kind of like the they were the quintessential sort of pitchfork benefit. I remember Pitchfork giving the moon in Antarctica like a ten out of ten, which is very rare for Pitchfork. Imagine them reviewing that now. And give it like a five or six. Like that was and I, I think that album is their best album and one of the best albums of the last several decades, but it really was like a statement that this band is fucking amazing back then. And yeah, obviously, like you said, Pitchfork now, it's like, well, it's not as good as Taylor Swift or our Sunday morning review of this, like, Mm. fucking My Chemical Romance album from, like, 2003 or fucking Fallout Boy or some whichever garbage their reviewers, like, grew up listening to nowadays. But, yeah... Yeah, I mean, that's, Still, that's the way it's becoming. But this album did get a pretty solid review on Pitchfork. So yeah, I'm surprised I, I, I to will, see that this morning. I, I will... See, anything above a six surprised me, to be honest. I, I will give... I mean, this album is getting great reviews, actually, so... It's uh, not everywhere, but... Most places. Mm. Hasn't been reviewed by that many places, either. That's well... Which doesn't surprise me. Mm. I mean... F- from, from when it's I certainly not on the, the Wikipedia page anyway. Okay. Not like third, 20 or 30, like you, maybe you'd, you'd usually find quite a few. Well, more. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe not like that. Eh? I mean, these days. But, I mean, if we look at any decent, mu- any decent music, they're averaging a 7.4 out of 10 right now. And uh, got a lot of, got 10 out of 10 from the NME, 9 out of... Nines from Pop Matter and Excess Noise, 8.5 Under the Radar, Slant, No Ripcord, Northern Transmission, Sputnik Music all gave it 8s, and uh, a couple, like Rolling Stone gave it a 5, but most of them are in the 7s. Oh, really? It says on here 2.5 on their Wikipedia page. I guess they're going, so Rolling Stone rates out of 5, so a 2.5 out of 5 would be a 5 out of 10, so... Uh, Any oh, decent yeah, music yeah, yeah. always goes out of 10. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's true. Yeah. It's doubled it, yeah? Yeah. But to me, that's... I mean, I I, I strongly disagree disagree with Rolling Stone. I, I don't agree with the enemy either. But for me, this is... For this point in their career, so many years since they started, and 
so many changes i mean for a while johnny marr was in the band for one really? album and uh, oh, that's cool and does isaac Bro Bro brock played a guitar yeah he's the lead guitarist or rhythm he is the, the guitarist, guitarist yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. so i wonder why you'd have uh, johnny marr in there well, the I, sound they just wanted an extra guitarist, I guess. But yeah, it's amazing I mean, that they better get some. That, I think that it was. Big, I think it was good. the fact that they could get Johnny Marr in the yeah, band. Yeah, that, that, really. And and certainly the first single off that album, that album is um, called. Let's see. I was actually, I haven't listened to it for a while, so I was thinking about the first single. There, it's called "We Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sank," <laughs> and it's got like a very Johnny Marr guitar riff in that first single. It's a great song, but that album is like a little. It was kind of disappointing overall. It was fine. Mm. I think this is a better album than that album. But yeah, maybe we should talk a bit about this album. Eh? Yeah, I mean, like the music and uh, the songs. Do you think it's kind of different to what they've been doing before? Like, I mean, you're, you're more of a, where you're going. obviously you're you're a fan. I've yeah. only heard two other albums. Yeah, I mean, like, I I think what it shares with their other albums is that it it is a slow burn. It's mm. not. I mean, I I think it's more even to be honest. I think it's more immediate than their best albums. I think I think it's more immediate. Yeah, but I, there are a lot of subtle melodic passages that that take time to blossom that's usually how it works like their music can come up very shouty and aggressive and like yeah. tuneless until you actually really pay attention to it i for me like i think isaac has always had a very particularly effective way of sort of matching his more introspective lyrics or the lyrics giving certain lyrics a sense of introspection by his the way he shit like the music shifts for those sections of the lyrics and the way he delivers the lyric that delivers his words in a way that lends them this sort of pathos that suggests there's a lot more meaning to them like the end of of um track fuck, what is it track five is it i think that, um one of my favorite songs here is wooden soldiers which is not oh, really it's not because the whole song is great mm. but the last minute and three quarters or two minutes or so i think is absolutely beautiful and the way he the way the music shifts and the way he delivers that like repeating phrase at the end of that song i think is so like it it feels like something important and i think he's always had that ability to lend his music or his ideas like some gravitas just from the delivery of the way that the song shifts rather than being very obvious and blunt with his lyrical subjects or whatever so i don't know that that song was the first one that really wooden soldiers yeah mm -hmm. the end of that song really grabbed me the first time i was really listening and it was sort of like just playing in the background and then the the outro of the song was like oh my god this is amazing like I really loved it. I really do love the end of that song, and I think there are a lot of just moments in in these songs. You know, th their music has always been this sort of manic, kind of crazed thing that sounds almost like a schizophrenic. Just he's he's also early on he approached lyrics as like a stream of consciousness thing where he would just make up words on the spot and those would be the lyrics kind of thing like they would just whatever came out of his mouth would end up becoming the lyrics for the songs but he also used a lot of like really unusual expressions and like 
old-timey kind of like out-of-date expressions and words and and a lot of religious stuff because he grew up in like a really bizarre religious kind of childhood thing like Lucy Dacus but even more weird and even more unusual and I think it's it's always been like the music is deeper than it appears on the surface so that that's always kind of I mean that there's I think one of the best songs on, on the moon in Antarctica is actually about his girlfriend then having a miscarriage, but you wouldn't know that based on the lyrics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I, I've, I've always sort of admired that very like indirect way that he approaches songs, but still gets across like this sense of emotion or importance without being like super on the nose, like Taylor Swift stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, Personally, I enjoyed a lot of the music. I found like the, a, a, a large number of songs that had really good choruses, so nice min- melodic, nice melodic moments. And I think there's definitely a lot you could read into the lyrics. There's probably a lot of. Uh, I didn't really follow along too much because I was driving, which I always find difficult to do when paying attention to yeah. what someone's singing. But there are definitely some good lyrics here. But I just found that there are parts where I don't know. It's got a bit. Bored's not really the best word for it. Just lost, lost a bit of interest. Like um, uh, some of them, I think some of the way the lyrics were delivered were a bit kind of a bit sluggish in a way. Like the tempo dropped so much that I kind of wanted the next song to come along, or waiting for the chorus each time. Mm. And um, uh, let me think of an example. Um, yeah, like lace your shoes was a very good one. The chorus. Uh, back to the middle. Well, actually, that's kind of a different, different, different uh, one with a really explosive instrumental part. That's, that's a different example. Maybe the second and third tracks, which are kind of like one track cut into two. I don't know if you knew, noticed that. It's originally one track, but uh, they cut it into, We Are Between goes into We Are Lucky, and it's actually two things. I say it's one track. Is it? It is one track, okay. yeah. I mean, I, I think We Are Between is a great song, personally. I think it's really fun, really like upbeat. If you listen fun. carefully as well, it just sort of cuts and it's like, oh, okay. But yeah, Isaac himself said that, so you can okay. you can check his uh, check his. Uh, I guess comment. they didn't really pick up on it that much, but, but I, I love those two. And again, there's some really um, sort of uplifting anth- anth- anthemic moments on that. I really liked it, but um, yeah, it's just uh, I liked it at first, but just found it, I lost interest a bit on when I was listening like the fifth, sixth, or seventh time or something like that. But mm. it's pretty good. Not not amazing, not great for me, but um, yeah, that's just how I feel about it. That's cool. Okay. Should we play another? Should we, should we play another song or something? Um, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless you don't want to. <laughs> it's, it's not, I don't want to. It's kind of. I don't know what to go with after you said that. So. Okay. Um, let's. Why don't we play a bit of uh, Never Fuck a Spider on the Fly.
like that. It's that chorusy part there. That's kind of cool. It's just like, didn't really like that whole. I mean, the lead up to it. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's good to have a, something that builds up to it, but I just feel like it's kind of whatever. So. I mean, to me, that's what makes their music special and good is that that stuff is like it builds up it makes what like it makes the really melodic parts so much better because you just like it's like a pressure cooker building up and then like overflowing with some like beautiful moment which is th- to me what yeah. makes their music good it has done on our albums i listened to before but the last track it does have that effect there on me like i mean i think that's a great song i don't think it's any better than like anything else on the album either yeah that's so. like my favorite Immediately was my favorite track and still is. I think it's just, it's got a big distorted guitar part, so that's probably where you were enjoying it most. But no, I just think it's like a great, like, contrast. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really a great well. song, but it's, to me, it's just power for the album. For me, yeah. anyway. So, anyway, that's, that is uh, the Golden Casket. Obviously, if you are. A fan of Modest Mouse, you will most likely enjoy this a lot. And oh, if, yeah. if you are not, then you probably won't. That's pretty much how it works with Modest Mouse. I don't think it's making any new fans. Yeah, probably but, wouldn't, eh? No. But I don't think any of their albums are going to make any new fans. So unless you're, you've <laughs> just never heard anything. <laughs> but if yeah, if you came across them, you mean you would you would I mean, recommend At some point, something. like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's you probably true. probably wouldn't but come across what, the new What stuff, I mean right? is... If you didn't like them, something from Modest Mouse, I don't think any album is going to change your mind. Yeah, sure. That's probably true. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're, they definitely have worse albums than this, I think, and uh, more disappointing albums than this. I think this is a re- for this stage of their careers and how many years it's been since they had an album and... I, I think it's a, a pretty remarkable thing to be honest. Like, there's no reason at all for Brock, Isaac Brock, to keep Modest Mouse going at this point. He's more than made his money. He has a record label. He's the man who signed Wolf Parade. Don't forget. Oh shit! So, yeah. No shit. Okay, I didn't know. To that. Sub Pop, he signed them to Sub Pop. Oh, so he has plenty of stuff he could be doing, but to still keep writing and obviously uh, like there are there are definitely songs in this album about his his little girl his baby daughter who's like two years old now uh, there are definitely some kids songs and he i did read one thing with yeah. him that he said that he was trying to avoid writing a kid's album but i think even the kids songs are just they're so him oh, they're yeah. so perfectly him and they they just totally work for me and obviously that, I, that song the sun hasn't left sound like a kid's tv song to me Kids yeah. TV song theme. I I I just I I like the wordplay in that song, and I this, think it's yeah. just a pleasant like, yeah. pleasant list. I I like the other one about I forgot what it's called. L- Lace your shoes. Lace your shoes. I, I mean, like that, that, that one. That, that one. Really, I like that one. Yeah. Obviously, that yeah. does speak to me on like a personal level, but I I think it's just a really nice song too. So, I mean, it's kind of unusual to see somebody in this position like wear their uh, their emotions on their sleeve this much in their music yeah it'd be it's not often you get like a I don't know I, I can't think of any other examples where like 
indie gods are like writing songs for their babies about how it sucks but someday someone at school will definitely be ah, mean to you that's that <laughs> right that that's lace your shoes isn't yeah, it? yeah i remember like, that lyrics, yeah. that lyrics about that that's yeah i mean it's all right and certainly they he does he and the band do that well it doesn't sound like on a, when i was listening to it i had no idea it was really about that to look through the lyrics and oh, okay yeah but um I mean, I mean, one mm. of the things I would say, like, listening to the car, because I started listening to it in the car, too, and it didn't really grab me at all, mm. except until I started listening at home. So, yeah. I, I think, to be honest, unless you know and love music, there's no reason to listen to it in the car, I'm starting to realize. like Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it, it's every week it's I'm, weird, I'm listening it? to these new albums yeah. that we're reviewing in the car, and it they have literally no effect on me at all. Yeah, you need to have that. You, you, already you, be you in, basically in, need to know every system, word right? and every yeah, note yeah. of every song to enjoy it in the car. You have to know the music to enjoy I, it. I think unless you're playing it like fucking insane volumes where you can't even hear the traffic around you, yeah. then there's literally no reason to be listening to music that you don't know in That's the car. That's very true. Like I yeah. put on like a, a Dream Theater album that I hadn't heard before, immediately yeah. picked up on and loved it because yeah. I like the band, right? Yeah. But if I put on something else, I'm like, oh, I want to put on this other one because I already like that one and I already know it and I can sing along and enjoy it. And it's fun for driving too. Well, I mean, so, that's the thing. Yeah. Like if I was going on a road trip, like, yeah, it sounds fun to like load up like tons of music you don't know, but it's probably not. Mm. It's probably better to just drag out like ten and Nevermind and Super. And Ta- <laughs> I tell you something, I might actually give a, a different point. But I was listening to Mike's uh, new album in the car, and it didn't work at all. Not at all. But I, 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 I had my phone in my pocket when I was hiking yesterday, coming back down the mm. mountain. And, I, and, it, and it kind of worked better. <laughs> I, kind I think of enjoyed when it's it. in your head, when yeah, you can yeah. focus on it like that. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like Mike's album in the car. That's why I I, I, I know we I, we should probably mention last week we did talk about reviewing Mike's album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I listened to Mike's album, like half of Mike's album, before you got here last week, and I was like, "Fuck me, this is great. Yeah, we should review this." Yeah. Right. And then I put it in the car. I was like. There's like all I can hear is just like, <laughs> like, like nothing that's, going that's on. I was thing, like, yeah. this is nothing I can review right now, and I just sort of put it off. And then I listened to it again at home. It's like, oh, this is fucking great. Yeah, but it's so this. I feel like this. Does, there's just too much to. to I basically left break, it way too or, like yeah. short notice to be like, well, yeah, it's good. Like, I need more time with that good. album. Like, yeah, I can, I can. Th- feel it being potentially excellent like so it's definitely like an album i will go back to but mm. it was like in the car it was like yeah. I, like it would have to be like shaking the windows loud enough to really appreciate the samples and oh, what's the, going on I the think. bass is awesome but my car yeah. was shaking pretty well <laughs> but, but I, I just so, felt like all you could hear is bass like yeah. there's like because of the sound of road or just other i do, tr- I do like my bass there I mean, me too, but I it still needs like need to, like the best yeah. parts of the album are the samples. So yeah, it's like oh, I couldn't yeah. even hear them anymore in the car. Right. So, especially not like driving on like like uh, like a not a motorway, but like a dual carriageway, whatever. Like I, I couldn't yeah. fucking hear anything going on in the album. It just sounded like nothing. Just this mumbly voice and a bunch of bass. It was like, well, there's not much going on there, is there? <laughs> And then when I listened again, it's like, oh, actually, there is. <laughs> but it was kind of too late then. But anyway, back to Modest Mouse. Oh, yeah, Should yeah. Should we, give some, we uh, need to give some scores? Shall I uh, start? Sure. I'm going with a uh, three and three quarters. Cool. I'm going to go four and a half. 
cool. I I really really enjoyed this, and would definitely buy it. Nice someday. Although there is a, as it's getting harder and harder to buy stuff again. <laughs> I don't um, remember the last reason. time I got anything. I was trying to think like. I remember we ordered I mean, I got those CDs Barlow's from Piccadilly. Thing. Yeah, well, I, got the, I still haven't got mine yet. I think I ordered that week. Oh, I got my Lou Barlow one from there, but yeah, but so did I. But I didn't. Hasn't arrived yet. Yeah, Maybe my, I actually arrived really quick there, but mm. after I I didn't get any email confirmation, I kind of complained to them, mm-hmm. and oh, then and then like it came like the next day, so I just right. didn't even read their reply. <laughs> but. The trouble with that Piccadilly is everything that I've looked for since, they don't have. Right. Every single album that I've wanted since that Lou Barlow one, they don't have for sale. Yes. And then every version of Amazon is just charging either insane money for the CD in Japan or insane postage for shipping it to Japan from everywhere else. So, I don't know. Everyone in America vaccinated now? Isn't it time to like I guess. loosen up those shipping charges? Yeah, and you what UK, what sixty seven percent of the population's been vaccinated now? I think first. Yeah. Well totally or first no first vaccines. Maybe over fifty percent fully. Maybe, maybe we can start like, you know fucking st- yeah. not pretending that it costs forty dollars to send yeah. a small piece of plastic overseas in an envelope. We need those, and we also need our hot sauces. So get get on that, lads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to get our uh, hot ones set yeah. in in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we can still order those, but I don't think that's getting any cheaper. Oh, I see. ah, okay, that's true. Yeah, yeah. the postage is going to be the same. Yeah, it? they're still glass bottles. True. <laughs> we just should make shatterproof ones. I, mean, I think the bottles are pretty tough, but that's a problem. <laughs> Hmm. It'd be better if they could put them in thin plastic garbage bottles. It would be better, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I want those sauces so much. I know. I really want them. I know. I did ask my cousin, but she was just like, shipping is insane. Exactly. Like, it'd yeah. be like $200 shipping or something. It's so stupid. So I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Maybe I'll, buy, I'll bloody buy a ticket and go over there and bring back a suitcase full of them. The price of fucking Amazon UK and shit would be cheaper. To, <laughs> yeah. It feels like it'd be almost yeah. be cheaper to fly to the UK and buy shit and come back. Yeah. I'll fill up a suitcase. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's so stupid. Fucking thir- like 20, 30 Daylight, pounds. Daylight robbery, mate. To send a CD, really? Yeah. Is it going to get here today? Because if it isn't, I don't believe exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so what... What judge? What what justifies that cost? Like really? literally, like use FedEx and it's probably cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> like what are you talking about? Bastards! Ah, fuck this world. Yeah. Just fuck this world, honestly. Hopefully, someone will unfuck the world. Oh. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Although I read today that California's biggest uh, COVID thing is the new Delta strain, is the dominant oh, COVID strain in California now. Right. And right ravaging the states so. so you cut off ties with India tons of people who already had both Moderna vaccines getting the COVID now so oh that's fun <laughs> is there any point oh I can't say that you can't say that can you? you can't say it but you can't you say know. there's no point but yeah. I mean oh, we're fucked aren't we yeah. is this ever going to end 
It feels like it feels years. like it isn't though, isn't it? it? Feels like it's been years. I know yeah. it's only been a year and a half at most, but it feels like forever. Yeah. Thanks, Chinese people. Oh no, no, you can't say <laughs> can't say that. China did, did you do see? It. Did you see John Stewart? <laughs> oh no, what's that? You know, John Stewart's like the he was like the mm. bastion, the patron saint of liberalism because of his time on the Daily Show. Extremely oh. funny, extremely oh, yeah, yeah. intelligent guy. Okay. And he went on Colbert's show a few weeks ago. And they were talking about the COVID thing. And Colbert yeah. was talking about how grateful he is for science to, yeah. uh, to find a vaccine. Mm. And John Stewart just started going, like, but also not grateful for science creating the vaccine in a laboratory in Wuhan. What a surprise. The, co- COVID, the coronavirus, COVID-19 virus came from, like like in Wuhan, they have a laboratory called the Coronavirus Laboratory. Wuhan Coronavirus Laboratory. Yeah. Oh my like, god! What a shock! Oh, but there's no. And then they're like, oh, like a bat, like ate a beagle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like it's, it's Colbert was like freaking yeah. out because that yeah. is not a acceptable yeah. liberal point it, of it view. Was, the thing is, it was at first. Remember that? Not for liberals. Oh, even back, even then it wasn't. I thought no, no, were... no. The, the whole thing has been because Trump said it was the Chinese virus or whatever. Liberal people had to say it was per- a comp- nothing per- to do with Chinese people. And perfect it was description. Completely, <laughs> yeah. completely natural thing that had nothing to do with Chinese people. Even though, at best, it was because they eat fucking bats, right? <laughs> like, yeah. And they just have, like, pure filth, these pure filth <laughs> oh, wet markets where you can buy all kinds of dead creatures that you shouldn't be eating. Well, I'm not... I don't mean it as a... It's... I know. No offense. Like, it's not a thing about Chinese people. Of course not. No, I'm, obviously. Just, I'm just saying. I agree with but you. But why the <laughs> fuck are you eating bats anyway? Is there not enough because other food say, in the world? I was going to say, because there's not enough food to eat. got to eat bats. Like, they're starving out there. <laughs> so, I mean, really they say is, the bats are rats. It really is that Simpsons where they go, the Chinese <laughs> rutties again. With my fucking arms everywhere. Yeah, you got to put those fuckers down. <laughs> <laughs> just put a sea miner down here. And well, just keep them there. I'm trying to raise my arms and make a point. Um, anyway. You know, it's like that Simpsons where they were in a Chinese restaurant and Lisa's a vegetarian, so she oh, had a salad. Yeah. And the waiter's like, are you sure there isn't some way we can hurt an animal yeah, for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, that's like, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah. Now? I'm sure the Simpsons would never do that joke now. No. And if they did, they'd be cancelled the next morning. Faggots. But, <laughs> yeah. It's just amazing. Like, so it was amazing to see John Stewart just saying that. Like, it's quite a coincidence that the city in China that has a coronavirus laboratory that's where the virus originated from and we have to just pretend there's no chance it came from there thanks science yeah <laughs> so thanks yeah pa- pandemic uh, there was research a, wasn't there that that nobel oh. prize winner who said it oh, was definitely created in a laboratory and then he was just cancelled oh there was a two guys imagine, yeah. who won the nobel prize that japanese guy and some other dude okay. who, who in, discovered some uh some drug that treats something. Mm. Oh, don't, don't don't come to Midnight Waves for your science information. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure th- so, thousands of our listeners are here for so, that. Yeah. <laughs> so they discovered some drug that's supposed to be like some miracle cure for different things. Won a Nobel Prize. Mm. Then they both suggested maybe this can actually help treat the coronavirus rather than a vaccine. Instantly cancelled. <laughs> 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 like, it doesn't fit the narrative. It has to be the vaccine. 
it has to be everyone right. taking this unknown like stuff into their veins shut up and take it and if you don't you're a nazi yeah. and so i'm not anti-vax but i am pro life like, <laughs> yeah i'm pro not dying because of an untested vaccine yeah. or not so, thoroughly yeah tested over years of years well i mean At untested least. let's face it trump got it like when trump got coronavirus they were giving him the vaccine before they even admitted they had a vaccine oh, okay. like that shit was untested yeah. What testing have you done? <laughs> There's literally... Well, they had all the, the human guinea pigs, right? I assume. Oh, oh so you didn't thousands. die next... Well, you didn't die... It's been six hours. It seems nothing wrong with them. Okay. You're talking about something that usually takes three years of testing. Yeah. We haven't even got through a whole year yet of having... The, we're barely a year into the I'm coronavirus. Supposed, I'm supposed to be having the <laughs> Moderna one <laughs> this know. month. Or something. I know. I'm pretty... I'm fairly comfortable i won't die so well, at least that i have yeah. you know, i might die now i've said that you know and it's like ha, oh, you died it's like they won't be in their waves oh it's gonna be such a f <laughs> hilarious episode when i play this clip and then i'm like well john died <laughs> oh god oh god that don't remember that funeral episode we did <laughs> part two motherfuckers <laughs> is a real one Oh, oh that that might be oh. my chance to finally go viral. With you going? Yeah. I mean, it's not like I <laughs> think I'm going to die or anything. Sadly, John did die after that virus. <laughs> should I? Should I not get it? I mean, you. I mean, I'm not saying no, of you course, shouldn't of course. get a vaccine. No, no, obviously. of course you can't say either. Really, can you? You should get. It. You should. Yeah, of get course it. not. It's up to me. It's up to well, you. Well, obviously it? it is up. But that's that's it's the thing that pissed like, me off with yeah. it. You know, Jesus, maybe I will get it if, when my turn eventually comes, if I ever get that letter, which I still haven't. Yeah. But I hate the idea that if you don't, you're a Nazi. Oh, yeah. And if you do, you're one of America's greatest heroes. Fucking Captain America in the house. I got, I took the, the untested vaccine <laughs> right in my veins. <laughs> Captain America here, everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's a tough just, one, isn't it? Really, it's just I mean, just settle down. Stop making every fucking thing about left it or be right. Political. Yeah, exactly. Who gives a shit. Yeah, that's right. That's it. Yeah, exactly. You nailed it. As usual, I do. Yep. We it. tend to nail it on the Midnight Waves podcast. We need, we need like a nailed it sound <laughs> yeah. effect. We need yeah. like big nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. I might like make one. <laughs> that Hulk Hogan voice or something. Yeah. Uh, that'd be awesome. You nailed it, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then like his music. Is that how it went? I yeah. thought it was like the A team there. <laughs> no, like, when it comes crashing down and it hurts I don't remember that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bam, 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 I just thought, okay. bam, bam. I don't it was very A team y because it was yeah. the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Originally, that song was written for other wrestlers and then Hulk stole it. Good thing he did. It was a big part of his brand. Nice. Yeah, they would the have Hulk. just squandered it. Hulkin' Eater. Oh, fuck. Now I want to listen to the A team theme song. There we go. How did that one go? Sorry, I like that part that you did first. Yeah, the guitar. Or my thing of like, ding, 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 
That's the A-Team too, but you just changed it a bit. No. <laughs> no, dude. Oh, it might be Magnum. Oh, Was okay. that Magnum? Because I never watched that. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. I need to check We should that do now. a um, if you know TV which team theme t- special. <laughs> yeah. If you know which 80s theme song I'm badly singing, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Midnightwayspodcast nice. at gmail.com. Yeah. Don't forget to uh, <laughs> yeah. follow us. Maybe you can ask your grandma and grandpa if they know. <laughs> there you go. Damn it. Oh, dear. <laughs> I love these moments. On yeah, the show. I'm sure everyone's still It's here. always like non-music related. It's, it's funny as well. It is. Maybe we should just switch Midnight Waves into a shit-talking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you want to... Like, uh, like, like a Reddit again? podcast. Oh, did you... Uh, yes, I You did. went camping. Did you take any... I, well, just hiking, but... Uh, no, not camping, sorry. Hiking. I, mean, I, mean, I meant to say Similar hiking. thing, really. I mean, it's did, outside. Yeah, it's yeah, I am. Um, going home big, afterwards. Went on a long hike yesterday. Hit three peaks. Uh, after the first peak, I had a great longing for you left a, a mountain of, of I your own I left a mount a, a peak of poo <laughs> yeah. for the uh, the worms to guzzle up Ooh. was it like a log or like a swirly a like proper, a like, emoji type? proper log that broke into three nice did you <laughs> did you like squat around like oh yeah dr- I was always ready to go so I just squatted it, it just immediate out. ones yeah just torpedo like a dog Yep. Oh, nice. Did you actually get in the dog <laughs> position? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, I did, asshole I did, puckering yeah. Perfectly. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Like wow. textbook stuff. I had to dig a hole first, of course. Oh, That's how you do it. That's generous of you. No, you got to do it properly I in feel the countryside. Like if I was going to shit outside, I would totally forget about the hole until afterwards and then no, just no, be no. like, Fuck. You know what you got to do? You dig a hole, bury it properly, and you put a stick in there so people know that you're taking a shit. If they happen to go where... Right in a f- deep wood where you went, mm. which they probably wouldn't. There's a whole etiquette to it. Does your stick have like a little flag with like a poo emoji? Is that like Union Jack on it? Like, oh, nice. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, maybe next time I have to make you get one some for that. Poo emoji flags. Just. <laughs> That's great. That's just a really good idea. It's got to be like biodegradable or something, right? Yeah. You know that shit. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Mm. It's supposed to be a pun. Nice. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Did my bit for the. Were, were you cleaning up with leaves or did you uh, bring supplies? Oh, I had uh, some uh, tissues. <laughs> that's nice. Which I should, probably shouldn't have buried, but I did. That's oh, I, think, I don't think they break down properly, but... Anyway. What are you going to do? Put yeah, them I mean, in your you pocket? Know. <laughs> I mean, you know. I don't think it's like a crime at that point. It's not plastic or anything, is it? Metal I mean, or Yeah, no. They should really make the biodegradable uh, campers I, shit rags. They eh? probably have something like that, yeah. yeah. I'm sure, India, I'm sure Indians rags. use them all the time. Oh, sorry? Oh, shit rags. Shit rags. Oh, sh- shit rags. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, a fancy... Like uh, fa- Gandhi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I think Indians just rely on their hands more than the... Uh, oh, okay. It's more biodegradable. That's right. Just wipe and get go back to work, right? Eh? I mean, obviously, this the unfortunate, yeah. the, not the highly educated doctors and computer oh, technicians. Of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> I wonder if we get cancelled now. Mm. <laughs> cancelled. Seems to have taken a quite a, a can- turn. We need a cancel sound effect. <laughs> Cancel, brother. Maybe I'll, a whole Hogan I like, if, selection. I wonder if Hulk Hogan's on cameo and I can yeah. like pay him to just do these for. You guys got cancelled, dude. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I'd pay for that. <laughs> Fucking hell. $20, I'd pay oh, for that. 
Yeah. I don't know, Hulk's probably charging like a grand. Oh, actually, still. Yeah, can't afford that. Oh, Matthew Perry was charging a grand, so Hulk's got to oh. be less than Matthew Perry. Oh, really? Right? What does he do? Well, in Matthew Perry's own words, he'll do anything. You want to propose someone, you want to break up with someone, oh, really? you want to say happy birth someone. It's like, Must be desperate. guess so. Although he did deactivate his cameo just before the Friends reunion special. Oh, okay. Did oh, you I still haven't watched that. Still haven't watched it. Not that. Matthew. It's it's kind of I enjoyed watching it in the end. Mm. I mean, the fact that James Corden's there is like you might as well just pour yeah, sulfuric yeah. acid into my uh, eyeballs. Yeah, I know. But even with him there, I still kind of enjoyed it. But Matthew Perry is looking rough, like you wouldn't is believe. He, was he was an alcoholic? Is he still? He was like a he was a pill addict. Cover, as well. Oh, pill, like, right. like he was like addicted to painkillers or something. But I so I think he's sober though. But people was so what they said was that he had a medical emergency, like the morning of the taping of that. Oh really? So like he can barely talk. And he looks like a skeleton with, like, some loose skin falling off it. <laughs> and just these, like, insane... Do you remember that episode of Friends, ironically, where Ross got his teeth whitened? Yes. And they were glowing in the dark? I remember Well, Matthew one. Perry has those teeth now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I guess he couldn't beat those uh, addictions, eh? When it mattered, I mean. Yeah, so, mm. I mean... He hasn't really done anything, has he, since Friends? I mean, I he had that couple show, of movies, maybe. Like, no, he, had, he did a couple of movies. He did that movie with Salma, Salma Hayek that bombed. Oh, okay. And then he had a TV show called Live on the S- Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, which is like an... It was the weirdest concept for a TV show. It was, it was like an SNL parody, but it was a serious drama without any humor. I see. So it was about an SNL-type show, but... It was like every week was like some like as if they were changing the world with this like stupid like sketch comedy show. Yeah. And I quite liked the show to be honest, but they got cancelled after like one season. It had a great cast and it was written by um geez, what's the dude who wrote um the social network? And, uh, oh, I wouldn't know. I know the movie. He, he wrote Jobs, the Steve Jobs. Hey, Steve Jobs, not Jobs. Jobs was a terrible. Uh, Jesus Christ, is it so difficult? It wasn't Jesus to, Christ, was it? It wasn't. Okay. I, I like the way it says <laughs> it won the Academy Award for Best Screenplay, but it doesn't say who wrote. Aaron Sorkin. I so Aaron Sorkin. Wrote, I mean, he's a great writer. He wrote the show and. Bradley Whitford was on the show as well and like a bunch of other very talented people but it's such a bizarre concept right it's like if you did a if somebody made a drama about us recording this show but it was just purely serious <laughs> like, like it's just as if everybody was like we did it we saved America he's <laughs> like, gonna like that it, it was it was just such a weird like tack to take with an SNL thing. I, I'm sure even the people on SNL are not feeling like they changed the game <laughs> week in, week out with their tremendous, like, Alec Baldwin doing Trump. Yeah. Like, fucking awful Trump that he di- did for four years. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, that's Matthew Perry. I don't think any of them really done anything, except for, obviously, Jennifer Aniston. 
and yeah, she's, uh, still, she's still successful. I mean, she's six, she's definitely constantly the most successful. successful. And I remember uh, Monica was a counselor. Courtney Cox. She did a bunch of those screen movies, didn't she, back in the day? I mean, she obviously like she they done. were they were very successful, mm. but I mean, after that, I don't remember. I'm she had another kidding. show called Cougar Town, but I don't. I <laughs> Sounds don't. terrible. Yeah. Oh and Joey did a few Matt LeBlanc had I mean Matt he LeBlanc. had the failed <laughs> the failed Joey, Joey show did you ever watch any of that no. Joey show fuck me it was unbearable yeah also um, from the Soprano she was his sister in it Adam, oh okay uh, Christopher's wife I forgot oh girlfriend yeah, yeah yeah what was the name I don't remember Adrian Adrian oh yes yes yeah. yes she was like his sister on the, that's why she quit the Sopranos that's why they ended up killing her off Oh, because of because she was going to go and do Joey, and then it was like cancelled after like one season. <laughs> That's or unfortunate. What do you yeah. expect? It was fucking Jeez. terror. It was like the worst show you've ever seen. What really? a what a bastardization of a great character. Oh Jesus! And the but he did do that that British American show episodes where he played himself, which was a great show, and I I highly recommend episodes to anyone. Mm. Last season gets a bit stupid. Obviously, that's one season too many before finishing it but the first two seasons are excellent and he actually won like a like an emmy or a golden globe for oh, playing cool. himself and i remember him accepting it almost kind of confused like oh, finally won one for playing myself like he just <laughs> it was just like almost <laughs> insulted <laughs> like, oh. but <laughs> i mean he's just one of my favorite characters on but TV on the ever. special he was easily the funniest guy i thought yeah that's although cool. he's massive now he is extremely yeah, yeah. i can imagine like, oh no i've seen i've seen i've seen him i've seen what yeah. he looks like yeah. i was surprised he still looks like joey though i mean it's not matt leblanc he's always he's, joey like he's, he's an older joey <laughs> i mean I, I think like like lisa kudrow and like jennifer and like and him like they've kind of aged the best those three but Sh- david trimmer looks all right doesn't he He looks all right but look, i mean i mean mm. they are in their mid-50s aren't yeah they? i mean it's not like I'm expecting yeah. to look amazing of course but um but it was it was it's it's a weird thing to see them together like that. the yeah. weirdest thing is what, what what i didn't realize is like paul rudd oh paul rudd. was phoebe's boyfriend in the end of the show yeah didn't you didn't you know that? well because i haven't watched friends since it ended okay and paul rudd was not Paul Rudd when Friends was on. Oh, I see. You wouldn't have known. Because I, re- I really watched it last year, so... I like, think that we stopped at the last season. But he was in, like, season seven, eight or something yeah. around there. I forget now. So I was just, like, looking, yeah, like, holy weird, shit, Paul Rudd. And also, he looks barely looks any different now. Yeah, yeah. The, he's, the, he's the guy. He hasn't aged. Yeah. Looks, it's like, incredible. He's, like, a Like, real... him and Keanu Reeves and uh, yeah. who else? Those kind of people just don't really seem to get older. Not many like that. Paul Rudd is See something like in the 52 water. Fifty-two or fifty-three or something. Mm. That dude looks unbelievable. He looks like still yeah. playing a superhero. Yeah, but um, so yeah, that was kind of like the interesting stuff for me. Just saying, like, oh yeah, like fucking Paul Rudd was there, or like some of the other. Like Ben Stiller, I, f- I remember Ben Stiller was on the sh- like I I uh, knew George, Ben yeah. I knew who Ben Stiller was then, but remember George Clooney was in it with a uh, other guy from ER. Oh, no, like, no, fuck you, right? They no, were right. Yeah. Obviously, Brad Pitt. I remember Pitt oh, Brad being Pitt, in yeah, it, but yeah. 
and, and uh, uh, obviously Tom Sel- Tom Selleck pops up at yeah. one point because he was in it for a while. John Favreau was in it, right? He was yes. dating Monica for a while. It's like a yep. UFC. And then he decided right. to become a UFC fighter. That was yeah. so long before the UFC was a mainstream thing, and I remember really being impressed by that at the yeah. time. Well, so, great, cool. yeah, great show. Eh? Yeah, anyway, thanks for listening to Friends. Yes. <laughs> friends waves. Yeah. Midnight friends. <laughs> oh, midnight friends. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of better. Midnight yeah. friends. Only friends at midnight. <laughs> it comes midnight. Hey, friend. <laughs> uh, could work. But I mean, it, it's worth a watch if you like yeah. the show. Oh, I'm a yeah. I always was a big fan. And yeah, you, you but do, um, do you get to hear Smelly Cat one more time? So, oh dear. I, I I will always have a special I mean, it's funny. place for it's funny. Smelly Cat. My favorite Phoebe song was the time when she got a the one last friend's anecdote before we finally give up on friends. <laughs> yeah. Where she got like a job working for kindergarten to write a song or something, and she kept writing uh, inappropriate I songs. Episode, I just yeah. remember like the cow in the meadow goes moo, and the cow in the meadow goes moo. Then the farmer comes along, lops off his head, and that's how we get hamburgers. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> nice. Just you like, that? They were what? just like, Ugh. I don't know why that stayed with me all these years. <laughs> lops just... off his head, now we have hamburgers. <laughs> I think awesome. she goes like, lops off his head and grinds him up, and that's how we get hamburgers. Oh, and everyone's just like... <sighs> yeah. That was a weird show, though. Like, like, they talk about the monkey, which is a weird thing, because... I remember, like, as a Friends fan, about the fifth season in, thinking, where's that fucking monkey go? Oh, Marcel. Like, it just sort of disappears. Yeah, he, <laughs> but he dies in real life. No, like, what it was is that he, David Trim was terrified of him. Oh, really? Because they would feed him just, like, fucking live grubs and shit in between takes and he's just sitting on his shoulder on his head tearing these bugs apart <laughs> oh, stuffing them in his mouth and rubbing his hair and shit and he's like yeah this 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 thing's gonna have to go <laughs> oh, really i didn't <laughs> yeah, know that yeah. oh, did they say that on the yeah, reunion yeah, yeah. after so finished that off that was that was kind of fun that anyway was, yeah. um i guess we should have there's not a lot are we either i'll wait for lana del rey no idea when that's coming that. up no and idea we so could give Mike a full review. We could. I mean, there is, you know, Vince Staples, who's a much bigger name than Mike, has his self-titled album out next week. He's a, certainly one of the bigger rap stars the last oh, yeah. few years. So I think we should probably look at that. And actually, something that we didn't pick up on, and I saw Pitchfork reviewing, that the Mountain Goats released a new album last week. Oh, course the follow-up mm. to last year's excellent getting into knives which we oh, did review and yeah. both liked a lot okay so their new album dark in here already came out we better so check that out i think uh we might be looking at vince staples and the mountain goats next week so right kind of nice to get a new mountain goats album already actually i really did enjoy yeah, I need to getting have, into the i haven't knives. gone back to that yet no i, I meant to, that was one of the ones where i was like i'll buy that so i won't listen to it anymore Ooh. What? Yeah, June twenty fifth. It says here. Yeah. Jeez. But I don't think that was on the list of places I, you know, where I usually look for upcoming releases. I didn't didn't notice that pretty, at all. Pretty so. big album. Forty seven minutes, twelve tracks. The good thing the Vince Staple one is like ten songs, but twenty two minutes long. So oh, okay. <laughs> it should be a simple review. That's always nice. And that's always nice. Now. <laughs> oh, Vince Staple's right. Yeah. For some reason, I had this image that he was a white guy. Am I thinking of Vince? Someone else. 
<laughs> Vince McMahon. Play? No, uh, soccer play. You're Vince. fired. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. I'll just shut up. No, I'm talking about. Okay. Oh, block capitals. Nice. These are angry. Are you with that? Law of averages. He's shouting the song titles. It's like the Tyler thing. It must be a LA thing, though. LA, okay. Another LA rap. I mean, his album Summertime is just amazing, I think. And oh, yeah, I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's a double album. It's I mean, really one of my favorite like rap albums of the last 10 years or so. Oh, really? uh, his Hell Can Wait EP was excellent. Mm -hmm. So, got cool. some really good shit there. So. More on the artistic side of hip hop than the uh, Lil Uzi Vert side of hip hop. So. <laughs> right, so yes. uh, with that, there we go. <laughs> thanks for being here. Uh, don't forget to check out another one. Yes, don't forget to check out patreon.com slash midnight waves podcast and. If you'd like us to talk less about this stuff or talk more about this stuff, then you you'll you have be a earning a voice. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> earning a voice, yes. exactly. Paying your own voice yes. into the conversation. Isn't that nice? I think it's amazing. So do that and then find us on social media because honestly, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Although, shout out to the people who did actually retweet my Ryan Adams episode thing. Oh, cool. Uh, that was a nice surprise. Oh. People, mm -hmm. obviously Ryan Adams fans out there, happy to see someone talking about Ryan Adams. Uh, he was on Instagram. It came out, popped up twice, Instagram Live. He was on the piano the other day. Oh, really? Not sure if you noticed that one as well. Didn't. Fantastic. He's just so great. I liked hearing all his, all his mistakes as well, but he's just so, he's so chilled about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, yeah, I still need to watch that the guitar one. Actually, I did download it from mm. Instagram. It's quite, quite beautiful. Nice. So anyway, till next week, stay safe. Yes, indeed. All that stuff. Bye bye. Bye bye. Me how to be a man
Told me we was kings. And don't know who to listen to. 